Good day and welcome to Partakers and to our Easter 2013 series, A Gog, A Glimpse of God. We are now on our last day, day 31 of our adventure, looking together at the life of the most amazing person in human history, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Today is the last in our series and we look at the events after Jesus' death. Jesus was crucified, he is dead, he is buried. Frequently, Jesus taught that he would rise from the dead. He was mocked for this when on the cross. The disciples had seemingly forgotten this, and they were in hiding and feared any retribution by the Jewish religious authorities. At his tomb, there were both temple and Roman guards to ensure nobody could steal the body of Jesus. Reading from John chapter 20 and verse 1. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They've taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the two disciples went back to where they were staying. What do the four Gospels say about this empty tomb? Did Jesus really rise from the dead? Let's first look at the sequence of events over that period of time after Jesus' death till he ascended. Now we must remember the Gospels are documents which have recorded historical events. So firstly, let's look at the tomb being empty. Two Marys watched the burial. Roman soldiers guarded the tomb and they placed an official Roman seal upon it. Some women prepare burial spices and then have a rest. An angel rolls the stone away from the tomb. The women arrive at dawn with spices and an angel appears to these women. And the women run back to tell the disciples. Peter and John investigate the empty tomb before returning back home. Mary Magdalene weeps by the tomb, and Mary sees two angels. That's all the action at the tomb, the empty tomb. Jesus has risen. Jesus has been resurrected just as he said that he would be. Jesus has a new body, making appearances everywhere. Let's now look at them. Firstly, Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene, and then he appears to other women. The women report to the disciples. The guards testify to the priests. Then Jesus himself meets two people on the road to Emmaus, before appearing to Simon Peter. Then two men report to the disciples in Jerusalem what has happened. Then Jesus appears to the disciples, but Thomas is not there. The disciples report to Thomas, and Thomas doesn't believe them. Then Jesus comes into the room, a locked room, and appears to the disciples and Thomas. 
Then Jesus appears to seven other people. Jesus then appears to Peter and reinstates him after his denial of him. And then Jesus appears to 500 people at one time. He appears to James. And then Jesus gives some final instructions and gives what we call the Great Commission to his disciples. And then finally, Jesus ascends back to the Father. Wow! So that's the empty tomb. That's Jesus' appearances after his resurrection. Let's now look at some facts about Jesus' resurrection. Nobody who could have produced the dead body of Jesus did so. Their silence is as significant as the preaching of the apostles. If they had wanted to quieten down this rumour that Jesus had been alive, they could have produced a body. But nobody could, because Jesus' body wasn't there. Jesus also made a multiple appearances to various numbers of individuals and groups of people at various times of the day and in differing circumstances. When you read the Gospel accounts, you'll notice the changed attitude of the disciples after seeing the risen Jesus. After his death, the disciples were defeated, cowardly people, full of fear. After meeting the risen Jesus, they were victorious and brave. They suddenly became an amazed and overjoyed people. At one appearance, when Jesus broke bread with them, the spiritual eyes of the disciples opened and Jesus disappeared from them. Wow! The disciples had recognized Jesus, this man that they had spent three years following. Another appearance shows that Jesus' resurrection was physical in nature. Note that Jesus has a new body, a resurrection body, a glorified heavenly body. But he is not simply spirit, as he has a body which bears the scars of his crucifixion, as evidenced when meeting with Thomas. If there was no bodily resurrection of Jesus, would the disciples really have risked persecution and death for knowing it to be a lie? One may have done, possibly two of them, but not all eleven, and certainly not the women as well. Remember, they were full of fear and scared for their life. And the very existence of the church today, 2,000 years after the event, is perhaps the greatest tangible proof of Jesus' resurrection from the dead. If Jesus had not been resurrected from the dead, there would be no church today. So something happened. That something was that Jesus did rise from the dead. And Jesus didn't merely faint on the cross, as some say. He died, as attested to by the Roman soldiers, the Roman authorities, the Jewish authorities, and then Joseph, Nicodemus, Mary, and the other women. If Jesus was not dead on that cross, the Romans would have broken his legs to ensure that he had died. No, Jesus was dead. Jesus rose from the dead, just as he had promised that he would many times during his ministry on earth. We let the Apostle John have the last word from John chapter 21, verse 25. Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. Amen. And finally, have you asked Jesus to be your saviour yet? Your personal saviour? Jesus Christ, the God-man who conquered sin and death, who died and was raised to new life again by God. When you allow Jesus to be your saviour and you rely on him for your salvation, 
you will become spiritually alive. Until then, you are spiritually dead. But you can have spiritual life. What are you waiting for? Again, I ask, who do you say this Jesus is? But further, what are you going to do with this Jesus? And what are you going to let him do to you? Will you let him bring you to life spiritually? He will do so if you ask. It is not too late. Today can be the day of your salvation and new life. Well, that's this series all wrapped up. That's the adventure of Jesus. Agog, a glimpse of God. People ask, where is God? Who made God? God, who is outside of time and space, entered time and space in the person of Jesus Christ. See you soon at Partakers, where every day there is something new to aid you in your life as a Christian.